Hello, today we are going to have a look at uh, Forge, the Forge Autodesk platform to see how we can uh, customize, build some uh, applications to help us with uh, building information modeling. Our guest is Damian Harashmichuk. Welcome, Damian. Hello, thanks for having me. It's so nice to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit what are you doing? What is your job? And uh, yeah, what, what do you do? So I'm a software engineer at a company called Contact. Uh, we are um, certified uh, Autodesk integrators and we do mostly uh, stuff for a construction industry, which is related to BIM and uh, GIS uh, as well. Uh, we built a 3D viewer and uh, scalable apps for uh, BIM data processing, displaying uh, in 3D, 2D, uh, and so on. Interesting. So you, you've been doing this for a long time? Yes, yes. We, we've been doing that for like... Um, three months with, with Forge API. Uh, before that, we uh, built our own viewers, uh, basically from scratch, using uh, different uh, libraries and uh, different technologies. Uh, but since uh, Forge uh, is uh, a thing there, we mostly use uh, this technology to, to create our, our apps and platforms. I understand. Uh, what is Forge? What is Autodesk Forge? So Forge basically is a set of uh, different uh, APIs and services uh, that uh, allows you to interact with your cloud data. Um, of course, it's powered by Autodesk. Uh, I mean, Forge and, and also your data and diff different models. Um, so uh, we get uh, some uh, REST uh, APIs there. Uh, which are connected to uh, services like BIM 360. Uh, we got uh, also some uh, JavaScript libraries like Viewer, which allows to build uh, really nice uh, web apps uh, to display 3D and 2D models. Interesting. Who is this for? Who, who needs Forge? Well, who needs Forge? Uh, I think... Uh, the most important thing that is that Forge is a, a really great tool for software developers. As I said before, we started with developing our own uh, 3D viewers and uh, apps to, to process BIM data. And um, there, were, there was always a problem, you know, because um, different formats must be handled differently. Um, there were no standard to display 3D stuff. And uh, here with Forge, basically almost everything is unified. Um, like we got over, over 50 formats supported there. So it doesn't matter if you work with IFC, uh, if you work with Revit, uh, even uh, 3D models like Colada or OBJ uh, Wavefront files uh, can be displayed there. Um, another another uh, advantage is that connection to BIM 360. BIM 360 is widely used in, in the construction industry and people uh, like to have that uh, integrated in their uh, systems. So, um, of course, there are 
not people who are uh, who have nothing to do with programming. They are not developers, but they can use uh, Forge API as well to automate uh, some things. Um, I don't know, for example, related to BIM 360, like maybe BIM 360 issues. Um, you don't need basically any any uh, any knowledge uh, about programming. Uh, just you know, calling some uh, REST APIs will will do the job. I see. So can you use, can you make any apps that are not uh, dependent on, on, uh, on BIM 360? Uh, like, they, uh, can you have standalone apps? Uh, yes, yes. There are two basic workflows. The first one is like uh, BIM 360 related, which uh, uses this uh, um, authorization called OAuth where you log in with your um, Autodesk account and you, you, uh, you authenticate the user uh, like that. And another thing is uh, completely separate from, uh, from your BIM 360 account. You just use um, some things that are called Forge apps uh, and you got uh, a completely separate workflow uh, where you can uh, where you can where you can do things with your models, uh, but unfortunately there you don't have uh, some uh, cool features from BIM 360. But yeah, it's completely possible to do this without. But the the most popular way to use it is to use it in combination with uh, BIM 360. Uh, well, depends in in apps that are going to. Uh, Autodesk App Store, for example, and you can integrate them in your um, BIM 360 docs, for example. Um, this is, yeah, this is uh, the most uh, common workflow. But if you build a big independent platform, for example, digital twins or, or things like that. So I think the more common uh, use case there is to use that um, uh, two-leg uh, uh, authentication without connection to BIM 360. Mm -hmm. What do you mean uh, with the uh, application for a digital twin? Uh, so building, uh, mostly building uh, 3D viewers or 2D viewers depend on, on the files you have um, that show um, your models, for example, Revit files, for example, IFC files. And uh, also some things like associated um, with maybe maybe sensors or, or, or other stuff uh, that show some real time data on the top of your models. But how is this different than just importing a three D model in BIM three hundred and sixty? Uh, how what exactly do you get? Do you get an app that you can you can for example use it from your phone? and have access to all this data or what is the difference here? Yeah, technically the viewer itself, it's, it's, it's the same. Uh, it, this is the same library. It looks uh, the same, but uh, you get options to customize. Uh, you get options to customize, you know, the whole user interface. Uh, and you can also uh, use other Forge uh, APIs, other Forge uh, um, modules to just interact with that model uh, under the hood, you know, and for example, I don't know, map some things and associate them with um, 
other data sources, uh, you can get access to uh, some other other uh, pr programmatic uh, interfaces and, for example, add custom uh, stuff to your model, like, uh, I don't know, point clouds or, or things like that. So it's mostly everything is it's, it's, uh, about uh, customization and, and, of course, that uh, uh, data model authorization. Uh, what do you mean by views? When you say view, what do you mean by that? Uh, by view, well, there are two different views available in Forge because if you get, for example, a Revit file, the default view is usually 3D. But in Revit file as well, you can have 2D views like floor plans, for example. So um, they are uh, available out of the box. You don't need to build anything additional. You just simply uh, use a, a very simple extension and you change the view to 2D or 3D. Um, or anything uh, that is uh, included in your uh, Revit file. I see. You mentioned uh, at the start that you, do, you don't necessarily uh, need to, to be a programmer, but uh, to do more advanced things, you definitely need to be actually, right? Uh, yeah. How, uh, like, let's say, uh, how would a civil engineer uh, let's take an engineer here, not a programmer, right? Uh, how would uh, someone with this background uh, start to learn more about this and uh, start building things for himself or herself? Yeah, so, so first of all, you need to browse the documentation and check the, the existing APIs and choose the one uh, that interests you um, the most. And then you get basically for every single every single thing you want to do you get a separate endpoint so these are uh this is called a rest api and you can call that endpoint using um some uh programs like for example very popular uh rest client is postman uh, it's also an extension for chromium browser um we got some uh, apps like insomnia so uh, there you can go through the whole process and simply call the endpoints. You can send uh, custom parameters. Uh, you can also retrieve data in, in uh, different formats. So uh, this basically doesn't require any, program, uh, any programmer skills. You know, just if you want to dive, of course, into the viewer or into some uh, more more advanced topics like, for example, design automation that can require a little bit more, uh, a little bit more knowledge about programming. I see. Uh, is, there, is there any specific programming language that uh, it's best to know for, for this to be easier? Yes, I think the most popular is uh, JavaScript or TypeScript. Uh, so there are uh, even official um, SDKs uh, created by uh, by Autodesk that allow to integrate that REST API APIs into your apps uh, without creating your own tools. Um, there, I, I know there are uh, there are also uh, libraries for languages like C Sharp, like Go. Uh, I create my own uh, library for Python, so it can be it can be accessed uh, using any 
language, but for some of them, uh, there are already uh, libraries that are ready to, to, to go. I see. Well, uh, that's it. This, these were my questions. So now, uh, if you uh, like, feel free to uh, present us ourselves uh, a little bit, uh, the surroundings and uh, yeah, uh, at your uh, own uh, free will. All right. So uh, here we already uh, told what is uh, Forge and how it how it works a little bit. So I would like to uh, show at first maybe um, some uh, available APIs and, and tell a little bit what they can uh, what they can do with your data and how you can use them. So uh, we are right now on the official Forge Autodesk websites and here we have documentation. Uh, which uh, describes some available APIs and services. As you can see, uh, there are nine different uh, APIs. Um, some of them have some, let's say, sub APIs uh, that uh, because they are divided into more uh, smaller, uh, smaller uh, APIs. Uh, but uh, these are the main, uh, the main modules in Forge. And uh, from from uh, starting from the beginning, we get uh, like authentication module. So as we mentioned before, you can authenticate uh, your account in two ways. Uh, depend what kind of uh, API, uh, what what kind kind of app you build. If you build some kind of uh, custom integration for BIM three sixty, so you you uh, you authenticate your user using um, something called three leg token and it works like uh, any other any other OAuth uh, workflow uh, for example it's very popular on websites like uh, use uh, sign up with uh, facebook sign up with google uh, things like that so here basically you get the same but sign up with autodesk but of course you need to you need to uh, create the whole the whole interface um, and we get our two-leg context, which is which is um, authentication without BIM 360. We have no connection with that uh, API, and uh, the difference is also that we can't use some of the some of the APIs uh, in BIM 360 because they're only available, for example, for three-leg token. Um, so basically, we use um that uh api in every single app because somehow we need to authorize our users no matter if we have connection to bin 360 or not um, we get some other uh other uh, apis the next one is bin 360 so here we can work with uh different different uh, features from a BIM 360 um, that I, there are also available uh, in BIM 360 docs via that uh, user interface but here we got uh, some routes and we can we can uh, call these routes and automate our workflow uh, somehow so we got uh, different uh, uh, groups here we have issues uh, like uh, here, for example, we can create, we can get the list of our existing issues. We can 
we can update an existing issue, we can create a new one, we can delete uh, old issues um, and uh, other, other things are like checklists, we get document management, uh, we get model coordinations which, where we have uh, even our, our clashes. Uh, so this is uh, kind of powerful and this one can be used to automate your BIM 360 workflow easily. So uh, for example, let me show an, an example of route. So uh, here we create a new BIM 360 project in a specific BIM 360 account. And this is done by using uh, that endpoint. We need to call that endpoint with uh, parameters that are required in our token that we retrieve from uh, authorization API. So uh, it's, 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 it's simple like that. We don't need to have uh, any any uh, knowledge about programming because basically we just copy paste and replace some some uh, fields with our own uh, keys or IDs of uh, assets that we want to change. Um, the next uh, API, this is data management. Um, this is uh, usually very helpful uh, because um, this one is for uh, manipulating data, we can here we can upload files, for example, our models into uh, containers that are called buckets, and we store them uh, in our buckets, and we get access to these uh, models using other uh, related APIs. Uh, here also in data management, we can retrieve uh, the structure of our BIM360 account using hubs projects folders uh, and items and also uh, versions for every item. Uh, so uh, this is this is helpful, especially when you build custom integration with BIM 360 to retrieve the whole structure of your, let's say, project. Um, this API is, is related with, with, with model derivative because in model derivative, you um, you um, have uh, something that is called uh, uh, jobs and every job basically basically translate your model into a specific format and then this model is available uh, for example for the viewer or you can uh, grab uh, content of that model using some other endpoints so uh, it's uh, all about translating any supported format by forge actually here you can use this get endpoints format or check this uh, formats table. Here you get all the supported translation formats. So uh, right now, I think there, there are more than over over 60 actually uh, different formats. So of course there is Revit, there is uh, DWG, DXF, we have IFC, we got STEP, um, OBJ, uh, NWC, NWD, and probably every every uh, format that is widely used in in in, in BIM uh, industry. Uh, so, in trans, what what is uh, a translation? So, translation is a process that translates your uh, model into uh, Autodesk uh, format called SVF. Uh, this is a format that contains uh, everything within the model 
and uh, it can be streamed easily to the viewer, or you can return some uh, some data. For example, all the properties, um, all the all the hierarchies uh, from your view. Um, also here, because every time you translate the model, you can you can. Uh, translate them not only to SVM, but other formats. So for example, you can translate it to translate the Revit file into uh, OBJ and then uh, retrieve uh, geometry information using that uh, easy to, to, to parse format. And then you can do something with that. So uh, this is very powerful. And actually this is, uh, if you create some kind of uh, digital twin apps, uh, this is the 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 the, the basic uh, API, and you 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 need you need to use it for sure. So um, here I also skipped one interesting uh, API, which is called Design Automation. Uh, design Automation uh, is used for uh, run scripts basically, and you can modify your model somehow. Uh, so. The only problem here is that you need to create uh, some kind of um, some kind of bundle. Actually, it's called a bundle, and this a bundle contains some files like uh, DLL. So basically, it's like a, like a Revit plugin or something like that. So here, definitely, you need to be a programmer to create something something uh, custom, uh, something really powerful. And then you need you can upload it to your uh, Forge account, and you can run uh, that script against uh, every single model you want uh, you, you have there and uh, change them somehow. So um, that is is really interesting. I mean, in my opinion, this workflow is not perfect, uh, but it's it's really nice that that we have something like that here. And uh, here, basically, not only um, Revit. Uh, like uh, scripts can be executed by also other Autodesk products, for example, AutoCAD. Um, it depends. Uh, there is extensive documentation, and uh, if you are curious, you can always uh, read that and, and uh, check some some examples. Um, uh, speaking of which, for every single uh, API, there are step by step tutorials, which are uh, which are um, there for, for for every for every API and and which describe um, some uh, common workflows. So, for example, here we got a design automation for API for Revit, and uh, everything is explained step by step how to uh, how to create uh, some kind of uh, automation for for Revit. And as I said before, there are also automations for AutoCAD, for Inventor, 3DS, uh, Max. So, um, and uh, another uh, API is Reality Capture. Uh, here you have, uh, you can convert uh, images into meshes, 3D meshes. So, for example, if you have some some uh, JPG, for example, uh, uh, images, you can you can put them onto some meshes and create some 3D uh, me uh, 3D files 
uh, in formats like like uh, OBJ Wavefront, for example, and they can be easily displayed uh, in 3D viewers or, or other graphic uh, programs. Um, three other uh, APIs, this is TokenFlex. Uh, so basically you just generate reports on consumption and usage uh, for your Autodesk account. Uh, so um, this uh, has really nothing to, to do with real BIM, it's just a helper. Um, we get, of course, viewer, and uh, this is really powerful. Uh, viewer is basically uh, a very powerful JavaScript library that can be added uh, into your uh, JavaScript API, and uh, it can create um some really nice uh nice view um so you can display your 2d and 3d models uh within uh the web browser without using any other other apps uh, so uh, another another one is webhooks the last one actually and webhooks is is for um notification uh for many, many uh, events, uh, like for example, model derivative API has events like uh, on the job, it, when the job is finished, you can trigger a webhook and you can do something with, with that output. So um, this is uh, sometimes it's very helpful, especially in big apps when we uh, implement a lot of custom work um, that can, but but also for sending simple notifications for for uh, users. So uh, this is pretty much everything about uh, APIs and services. Of course, there is much more. Um, if you are curious, you can just check out the documentation. You can check out uh, also some uh, Autodesk official blogs because there are many use cases described there uh and uh, and um, check what is possible there how you can tackle um different problems um so uh here i would like to maybe uh show a, a few example of of uh, real forge api so um this is for example here in my browser you can see a viewer a very simple viewer for uh, uh, one Revit model. Um, this is our uh, 3D view and also we have there are some 2D views uh, but I don't have unfortunately that uh, extension. Uh, so but uh, yeah this looks exactly the same as uh, BIM 360 but uh, um, we can, of course, implement many, many custom uh, features within the viewer. So uh, like in BIM 360, we get our model structure here. Uh, we can browse the properties, uh, but uh, we can also create a lot of custom uh, features like functions that are implement for, implemented, for example, on every uh, uh, selection. Um, because everything in 3D Viewer is uh, tied to events API. So, for example, we select, we deselect something, we isolate an object, we hide an object, we uh, load the model itself into the viewer. Um, everything 
think triggers uh, something that is called an event. And uh, we can uh, implement really nice custom custom uh, um, behavior uh, every time we, we do that. So uh, maybe to show a little bit more complicated app, I can, uh, I can show my um, 4D planner. This is our app that we created at Contact. And uh, this is an app for uh, creating, managing, simulating uh, 4D models. It's connected to BIM 360. And uh, it has a quite similar workflow to Navisworks. Uh, actually, we also implemented uh, um, a feature that allows to load your Navisworks model and run your Navisworks uh, simulations in our web app. So uh, you can log in. Uh, I mentioned before that uh, BIM 360 workflow and authorization. So here is um, that. Uh, thing where you provide your email or password to your Autodesk account, you sign in, and you are you, you need to, of course, uh, allow um, to access your data. And then we get our uh, BIM 360 uh, BIM 360 uh, view. So um, here we can see hops, we can see some uh, projects and uh, folders and files. So technically, this is built upon uh, this BIM 360 uh, data management API in Forge. So everything is connected to, to all the endpoints that are existing there. Uh, and uh, here we got some, we got some uh, models that we can load into our viewer from, from BIM 360. As you can see there, uh, we got a 3D model, uh, some kind of room of I don't know, garage, I don't even know. Uh, but uh, we are able to, for example, in our 4D planner, we are able to create some, um, some tasks, uh, like uh, we, we have types, we can have build demolition temporary and it behaves differently um we have dates so um we can we have this uh roof we select another one we can create the uh, next task after that and so forth and so on and we basically create a a, a very similar timeline to novice works uh we have also other custom integrations here for example we have youtube integration so you can record a video within your browser uh, for from your for this simulation, you can you can upload it uh, right to your uh, YouTube account. So um, it's and it's easy like that. So it's another thing here with Forge. Um, different integrations are not that hard uh, to do. Um, so so like we can we can run the simulation right, and we we can see uh, our timeline and the progress and different uh, different elements appearing and, and uh, fading. Um, so this is this, this is it. This is one of the um, apps we created for the viewer mostly, but we also had some other apps um, that uh, automate um, the workflow in BIM 360. For example, uh, our transfer app, this transfer app uh, was created to uh, transfer 
BIN360 files between uh, separate BIN360 accounts uh, because our clients had needs uh, that you know they they have one account and they transfer a lot of a lot of big huge files between uh, their BIN360 account without any connection. So uh, the previous workflow was they had to log into one BIM360 account, download files to another, to, to, to their hard drive, and then upload them to another BIM360 account. So that was kind of uh, annoying. And here with our BIM360 account, basically, you can, you can uh, log into um, two different BIM360 accounts at the time. Uh, you can just simply simply uh, select some files that you want to transfer uh, just simply like that. Then you log into another um, completely different BIM360 account and uh, you select the destination folder and that's it. And you run the job and everything is done in the background. You know, you don't need to sit down and wait for the job uh, is done. So, for example, if you have like, uh, if you want to transfer really big files, like uh, two gigs or five gigs, um, that can be that can be time consuming. And here, everything is done in the background. Everything is sent to an isolated uh, worker that uh, does uh, the whole job. You know, so this is another advantage, and I think it's a really good example of um, BIM three sixty automation. I see. Yeah, yeah, that sounds neat. Yeah. Uh, so are these the only two apps you have built so far for? Uh... No, also we had uh, some some other apps, um, not only in uh, these two apps are in uh, available in BIM 360 App Store. So you can always integrate. You can add them to your your account and start using them right away. Mm -hmm. uh, but also in our company, we uh, created some other uh, integrations. Like for our one one of our clients is a company uh, named AKG, and they get they are basically a software software vendor. So they had their own desktop software, uh, mostly for infrastructure projects uh, like roads, railways, and stuff like that. And um, they asked us to create, um, as, to integrate uh, BIM 360 into their desktop software. So um, they had um, their, um, of course, uh, some kind of BIM uh, 3D viewers, and uh, they use custom formats, uh, which are of course not, uh, not suitable for Forge, but we managed to build some converters and some pipelines to um, send their files uh, to BIM 360. Uh, and also we created a related uh, BIM 360 uh, Forge viewer uh, for their files. So uh, now they get some kind of integration and uh, it's just with, with, with few clicks, they can send the model into their online viewer and for example, share that with other uh, users. Uh, we also have uh, another client, which is a startup uh, called Building Minds. Uh, they created a really, really nice platform for digital twins. 
uh, and uh, every building they have there is connected to IoT. And this IoT streams uh, real-time data using sensors for uh, equipment that is located uh, within the building. Uh, for example, elevators, uh, windows, and um, uh, spaces utilization. Um, everything is there and um, that works uh, really nice uh, in my opinion. So it's built um, on top of Forge and that it's not connected to BIM 360 uh, at all, on the other hand, because this is the, the that other uh, workflow that I, I talked about before. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention we also uh, built, for example, an integration with uh, Jira, which is uh, well-known uh, issues management uh, uh, software. So uh, we built uh, integration for BIM 360, where you can add some BIM 360 data for uh, issues you create there. So this is an, another example integrating Forge in some custom uh, custom software that uh, is used in in the construction industry. So I think this is really nice. Yeah. Um, how how accessible is Forge for uh, somebody who's just willing to try? Is there any free version of it, or you need to pay? And how expensive expensive it is? Uh, yes, there is some kind of free I'm, I'm, i mean free trial maybe it's not the good word but uh, you can uh, you can create your your own uh, account there and uh, you will get some uh credit points um and for example most of of the uh, api uh, requests are free <clears throat> but for example uh job or uh, those translations i described before they uh cost like a 0 0.2 uh credit uh for one translation for a, a normal file and um i i, I think that is an, uh, definitely enough for testing uh and uh, you can have access to all the all the uh apis you don't need to pay additionally for using some some other uh things i see what about uh, other similar platforms? Are there any existing other similar platforms? Uh, well, as far as I can say, um, there is one platform from Bentley. Uh, so, but it's like, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, in let's say pre-alpha version. Maybe it's pretty buggy. Uh, it's not that powerful at Forge. And uh, in my opinion, it's really uh, it's really complicated, <clears throat> a little bit convoluted, I would say. Uh, so it's not my favorite, definitely. Uh, maybe it will it will be better in the future. Uh, we will see. Of course, they will they will improve that stuff. Uh, but for for now, uh, I don't know. Um, you can of course create your own platform from scratch, but as I, as I said before, we did that, and there was always a problem. Yeah, because of yeah, different formats. Mm -hmm. What about open source? Is, is there anything open source? Um, 
I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, usually, you know, here you deal with some big, big, uh, big files. So you need to host stuff uh, somewhere and Autodesk provides that service. And uh, there is, um, as far as I know, there is nothing like that uh, from open source community. Yeah, that's good. Well, Damien, thank you very much for taking the time and, uh, and show us around. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk a little bit at Forge and share my, my thoughts and, and insights. Awesome. Good luck and uh, keep uh, developing uh, many more interesting uh, extensions. Thank you. Good luck to you and all the viewers. Thank you.